I'm Simon King, and this is What's Wrong. Um, so why am I by myself? Where is my uh, now absent producer, Mikey Greenwood? What am I doing here without anybody else? Well, I'll tell you exactly what happened. No, uh, no excuses. Um, we are looking for a new studio space, and uh, we weren't able to get access to the studio space we have right now. We're, I think we, we're trying to find something we have a little bit more reliability with so that we can, uh, instead of doing everything all at once, we can kind of do podcasts as we feel. And um, it just didn't make sense to go in and try and do uh, one episode. And uh, we needed to get um, organization together and have a bunch of episodes done at once because that's the only way this makes sense. It's also really hard to get guests together. One of the reasons I started doing a podcast Without guests, um, when I first started doing a podcast was because I, you know, it's, it's a nightmare to get scheduling done. So here we are, um, you know, me doing the podcast solo. I kind of like it. It's kind of like a retro feel, you know. I mean, I, I'm back to my uh, better sound quality. Uh, maybe not as good video quality as the last time, but I'm just using my laptop uh, because why not, right? It's real lo-fi right now. Um, yeah, so it's kind of nice to be back to just y you guys and me. I mean, if you're a f if you were a fan of the old podcast, you'll recognize this format. Um, except this has better sound without me driving down the freeway with a, a phone jammed in my seatbelt while I talk into the middle of nothingness. Um, this is actually a little bit more structured, but not much. We will try and get around to a uh, random today and uh, do a couple other things. It may be a slightly shorter podcast, um, but I wanted to make sure that I gave you guys something because I don't like the idea of you guys going. A week without just the unnecessary blather that you get from me, right? I mean, where would you get your just useless, ridiculous, nonsensical rambling if it wasn't for me? You'd have to go out onto the street and find uh, someone with, uh, you know, maybe mental issues walking around, had a few, had a few whiskeys. Right, basically, that's me. Uh, anyway, I uh, yeah. So thank you very much for listening to the podcast. If you're listening to the podcast, you could be watching the podcast. You could go to the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash thecitizenstrange, and you could uh, look up the What's Wrong with Simon King podcast. I'm on there, and uh, all our past episodes are on there. Um, and uh, we've been having a great time. It's been a lot of fun. So if you're just listening to this, uh, hey, thanks for listening. If you'd like to watch it, um, come look at my giant head. And I promise this is not a camera trick. I, I don't think we've had um, a shot of me head on, face on, head on in, in the podcast yet since we've gone video podcast. This is how big my head is. Uh, this uh, is an entire library behind me. It's like a huge library, and then this is just my head. Uh, I feel weird staring right down the barrel of the camera, too. Like, I'm just, like, staring at you. Like, we're sitting at a table. I'm like, really? Huh? You know, like, unblinking. Like It feels a bit like one of those, um, when you watch a, uh, a prison show, and they have, like, the, or a show where there's a prison scene, and then they have the, the person come in, and they talk, you know, through the um, through the divider, the glass divider. I feel like that. I feel a bit like that. Um... I've had a bit of an eventful week. Uh, I did something I've never done before in my life on Sunday. I, uh, I completely forgot I had a show. I've done probably, I mean, we did the math once. Uh, my good friend Dylan Reimer and I did the math once, and I think, I think we figured out that I'm, at that time I had done about 8,000 shows, and that was a few years ago now. So I'm probably closer to 10,000 shows than not. Uh, so in 10,000 times, I've never once not shown up. And yet on Sunday... I was out with the family doing a little kayaking. Got, got one of those inflatable kayaks that, uh, that my uh, lovely Lily friend gave me for um, uh, Father's Day last year. And so I was out in the, in the inflatable kayak with the, uh, with the, with the little man. And uh, we were out uh, doing some family stuff. And then I got an um, uh, Instagram message. And like, are you at the club? I was like, club? What? I was like, oh, shit. And uh, there I am holding uh, you know, chicken in one hand and, and strawberries in the other. Um, I wasn't just walking around like that. I was in a grocery store. 
Like, I just that's how I that's how I hang out. Is like, well, if we're going kayaking, I gotta bring the raw chicken and the strawberries, right? Because I mean, you never know what'll happen. You could have to appease a seal. Um, so I uh, I got the message and I was like, oh shit! And I was way too far away. There's no one who's gonna make it. I was I was an hour's drive away and had to be on in half an hour. And I was just like, I can't. Um, I can't make it. And it was a terrible, terrible feeling. And, and for someone like myself who has uh, anxiety at the best of times and obsessive compulsive disorder and stuff, I was just, uh, I was livid with myself. Um, but you know what, though? It's, it's like, you know, I went and I posted on Twitter um, that I'd done that because I was like, I felt so. And luckily, a, a, a really great guy named Justin Nickel, the booker at the club, actually, he filled in for me. And I was really appreciative of that. That was really nice of him to do. And I felt so bad because he's a buddy of mine and I didn't want to. Do that to him. I didn't do it on purpose. I just completely fucking forgot, which, uh, you know, is a little concerning because I kind of need my memory for my job, you know? Uh, if I can't remember things, I mean, I, like, literally got all the words in my head. And so if there's if there's too many, um, if, if there's too many, <laughs> if there's too many blanks in the memory, sorry, I'm just going to move the camera. If there's too many blanks in the memory, I don't think I'm going to be able to uh, do my job because uh, you can't get halfway through a joke and then be like, you know, uh, you know, uh, anyway, it was a goose noise. That's pretty much how I do it. Um, and so I, I, I hightailed it. Is that an expression? Hightailed it back to uh, Vancouver. But then I realized about halfway through I was not going to make it. And so I went to Twitter. I took to Twitter. Uh, and uh, as my, you know, I, I, I tweeted that this had happened. And there were a lot of really nice uh, comedians and, and people in the business and everything was just like, yeah, this happens. Don't, don't beat yourself up. But I do feel bad that, you know, it's like, you know, everyone's like, well, you're human. Yeah, but then, like, when you try not to be, like, not try not to be human, but when you try your best to go above and beyond or, like, hold yourself to a certain level of professionalism, believing that if you don't do those things in that way, um, you know, ultimately you're shooting yourself in the foot, uh, it, it really hurts to make a mistake like that. And and it was, it was, what bothered me the most was I genuinely had no idea. I... I know I knew I was on. I didn't. It wasn't in my phone for some reason. But fair enough. But I often don't need that, so I don't know why. Um, and I looked. You know, it's it's on my calendar. It's not on my calendar at home, but it's on my calendar on my computer. And I and I interacted with someone who had tweeted about or posted about it. So I, I did at some point know it was happening for sure because I I talked to the Booker and stuff. So, but at some point between that and then what happened, I just my brain just nah fuck it flushed it. And what concerns me about that is that it can do that. You know what I mean? Like, how much other shit do I just blissfully unaware of? And then I thought about it. I was like, well, how great would it be to just be blissfully unaware of everything? You know what I mean? Just like, just not care, not remember anything. Just Jason Bourne yourself. You know, without the pesky being an assassin thing. So, huh. It was definitely an interesting thing. And here's the other thing that happened, too. In my world, for me, that's worst case scenario. That, like, missing a show... Not being able to get there on time or not getting there on time is one thing, but completely forgetting a show is totally different animal. And that is, to me, worst case scenario. And yet, I mean, I felt bad about it, you know, and I did my best to make amends, but ultimately I accepted the fact that there was nothing I could do about it. Literally nothing I could do about it. I can apologize. I can, you know, I can feel bad about it, which I did, which I do. Um, but ultimately there's nothing I can do about it. And that, that weird moment of acceptance, of realizing, accepting that there's nothing I can do about it actually made me feel kind of better. It was like nice. It was like I felt like I accomplished a smidge of um, personal growth because I feel like me five years ago, I would have been off the wall for like a week. And then, uh, you know, I was upset for about 24 hours. But then after, I was like, well, there's literally nothing I can do. I did the best I can to make amends. I apologize profusely. I will uh, double down and make sure. But if that happens once in 10,000 shows, then... 
you know, that's probably not going to happen for another 10,000 shows, which another 22 years. So, you know, if by the time I'm 66, I miss another show, I'll be a little easier on myself. But for everyone who did um, send the nice comments, and for any, by the way, for anyone who went to that show and was expecting me, I really apologize. I, uh, I have, there is no excuse. Um, and I know a couple of fans were, um, were upset by that. If you went to that show to see me, and you're listening to the podcast, and you didn't get a chance to see me, uh, send me, a, um, uh, message me on Facebook, send me a, a letter to www.skpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, if you're around uh, next Tuesday in Vancouver, I'll make sure we get you some tickets to the uh, to the dark show we're doing. Um, you know, like give you a discount code or something. I feel bad, you know. Maybe we'll see if we can get you half price or something to that. Uh, because I feel bad that you went if you went to see me and I just wasn't there, you know. Um, and I know, and the reason I can offer a discount code for anyone who saw that show and I wasn't there is because I know that there weren't that many people that had to see me. <laughs> There's probably like four people. It still sucks. It's still terrible, and I hate to do that. And I hate to disappoint fans, but um, yeah, what a what a it was a trip to like deal with that fear. It was like it's way I don't know if any of you have ever had like you've had a fear and then just flat out accidentally dealt with it. Like you know, you're just getting up to go to the bathroom on a on a seven forty seven, and you just jump out, and you're like, oh, I was always afraid of skydiving, but I guess I'll do it now. You know what I mean? Like I mean, I think that may be a little extreme but you know what i'm saying like just have a have a fear that just gets dealt with and then and then you're on the other side of it you know it's it's the the nearest analogy i can give it is like you're just afraid to swim and then you just fall in the water and then you just figure it out as you go uh because it's very easy to drown in that right like it's very easy to get like uh get in my own head about it and it was for a few days and the thing about me that i notice is that i spiral so hard into stuff like that like and, and you really gotta not you know because it's it's a very difficult. It's been one person posted there like it's been a really rough couple of years, and you don't even think about that stuff until. Because I was like, well, how you know it's disturbing that I'm forgetting things, and I hope this is not a sign of something to come. But then someone pointed out that like it's been a really rough couple of years, and I've been I have been under a lot of stress for you know just unrelated stuff lately. I've had other stress that's going on, and I've been tired, and I just wonder whether that's maybe what's kind of pushed me a little bit in that direction. Still no excuse, and I'm not making excuses, but it's just interesting to see. The uh, this sort of uh, the the process that got me there, and I do hope that that's the last time that happens. I was very conscious. I had to show yesterday, and I was very conscious of making sure I was there early. <laughs> you know, when I spent all your time building that reputation, and then oh, you know, Simon, he just doesn't show up. Um, anyway, it was uh, it was uh, yeah. So if you if you came to that show, I apologize, and uh, like I said, uh, you know, send uh, send me a. a, a DM me, tweet at me, whatever it is, and uh, we'll get you sorted out with a coupon code for the uh, dark show. Which, by the way, that show um, in Vancouver uh, at the Railway Club um, is uh, is selling out rapidly. We're actually getting close to being done here. So if you want to get in on it, I, I think if this one's successful, we're going to try and make this a regular thing we do maybe every six weeks or so. So if you're uh, if you if you want to come see it, it's really uh, we've got some of the lineup. Um, well, the lineup actually I think is secured i don't know if you well uh podcasts uh you know guests previous podcast guests podcast guests podcast so you know i don't have mikey to make fun of so 
can't have no one to laugh at my jokes. It's just me. I'm stumbling over words. Um, previous podcast guest and uh, the only ever double guest we've ever had twice is uh, Harris Anderson. Um, uh, he's co-producing it with me. We're doing that together. Um, and then uh, guests Casey Novak and Dylan Reimer are both on the podcast, or uh, both have been on the podcast and are on the show. And uh, hopefully future guests, Bobby Warner and Laura McGibbon, are on the show as well, and hopefully they will come on our podcast at some point soon. Um, so yeah, I uh, I did um, I have had a really interesting uh, little. I got to do a set at uh, this this great uh, comedic institution in Vancouver comedy talk show called um, Talent Time, run by a buddy of mine named Paul Anthony. Just absolutely lovely guy. I've known him since I started comedy. Just multi talented, great actor. Just great, really really funny dude. Great comedian, lovely guy. And it was there. Uh, they were taking a bit of a hiatus, I think, for the summer. And so I got a chance to be on the last one there, which was great. And uh, surprise guest Alan Cumming dropped in and sang a song at the end, which was lovely. Didn't even recognize him backstage. Uh, but it was great. So fun. Did stand up there. Um, and that was a really great time. And that's uh, – so if you get a chance, I think you can find Talent Time online. I'm not sure exactly where they are, but you can – I mean, if you Google Paul Anthony's Talent Time, you'll you'll find him. And uh, it's so funny. And and so I enjoyed that. So that's what I've been up to, basically. I've been, I've been kind of um, – I've got a tour coming up in uh, British Columbia, actually, and we're about to announce those dates any moment now. Um, it's in about a month, and uh, we're, I'm doing – I think it's July July 5th to 12th. Uh, I will post all the information at thisissimonking.com slash in person, and then obviously I'll – tweet all that and everything um but that's gonna be cool so i think we're going to um hope and merits uh, vernon kamloops Kelowna, um prince george Quinell, terrace smithers maybe uh leaves like there's a lot of it's gonna be cool it's gonna be cool I'm, uh, yeah, so it's, I, I, you know what, it's kind of like weird, I didn't, I haven't done a podcast just to you guys, just by myself in a long time, and, uh, I was expecting it to be a little bit more bumpy than it is, but I kind of, just, like, comfortable, you know, maybe I should start doing these once in a while again, too, because I absolutely love, and by the way, now that he's not here, I can talk about him, I absolutely think, uh, Mikey Greenwood is one of the best human beings in the world, not only is he a fantastic producer, and I know you guys love him, um, but he's also a lovely human being and just like such a ball of positive energy and so uh, encouraging of the podcast and so encouraging of uh, of the guests and such a great guy. So, um, you know, don't tell him I said this. He's not going to listen to this one because he's not in it. But uh, but absolutely just the best dude. Love that guy. And um, so glad to be working with him. So glad we're doing that um, with a guest thing. I'm curious to know what you guys think about it because it is a different thing because when I started What's Wrong With Simon King, that's kind of why I didn't change the name and start a whole new podcast because I was like, it is part of the evolution because when I started What's Wrong With Simon King was like 2013, I think, or 2014, I can't remember, 2013, and I was in a bit of a darker place as a person and as a comedian and I was trying to learn new things and trying to grow and do all the stuff I was doing. And, you know, you're, you're trying to make your, you're trying to navigate life. And uh, definitely, you know, uh, the podcast started out with a certain feel and then moved to more of a, like, um, almost like an audio diary type thing. Um, but it's definitely led me to connect with a lot of you guys. And I'm super appreciative of that. Um, because I was actually talking about this last night with a, a couple of newer comics who, who run a fun room in uh, Kitsilano and I dropped in and closed up there. And I was saying, you know, it's like, it's like, 
if you were the same if you're the same comic you were 20 years ago then that means you haven't grown as a person you know so but you, but as you grow as a person you go through these steps right so you go through this thing of being like well you know I was more grumpy then and I was or I was more and more cynical now or I'm more you know I lost my joy I couldn't find my optimism I found my optimism I I, I have too much optimism I don't have enough you know critical thinking I don't and so I think it's interesting to see. I think one day I'm going to have an interesting catalog, as a lot of artists do. And I hasten to use the word artist, artist but it's the only thing that kind of makes sense. Um, I think uh, I'm going to have an interesting catalog uh, or an interesting kind of timeline of my life when I look back on it one day, if I make it that far. And I'm going to look back and be like, oh, these are the, you know, this is where you were at when you were 27. This is where you're at when you were 33. This is where you're at when you were 39. This is where you're at when you were 47. You know, I'm going to be able to look at that and because your art is an expression or at least with stand-up particularly is very personal and an expression of who you are. And so I'm going to be able to look at those and get a really interesting and probably horrifying <laughs> view of who I am, who I was, who hopefully who I will be. So the podcast, when it started out like that, was intended to be just sort of like this one-person thing. And, uh, you know, scheduling guests is difficult. And I kind of wanted it to be more a shorter podcast, but more intimate, more connected to you guys. Um, and that's what it evolved into. And then and then I did a run of uh, episodes where I just wanted to get some topics off my chest so that I had a record of where I, what I was thinking about at the time and how I was thinking. You know, like a rolling uh, sort of like um, memoriam of... of my former self. So you look back on it and you go, this is who you were. This is who you are. Um, and then, uh, and then once the special came out, I was like, I really should be producing content all the time. And then my social media guy was like, well, you need to be doing your podcast again. I was like, I don't think I, I think I'm, I think I've done enough. I don't know what else I can do with it. He's like, well, why don't you change it? And then here we are, but now we're back temporarily just for the one episode, maybe to this. So, I know what we'll probably do is we'll probably go back in and, you know, record another two or three to get us through till July. But it looks like we have a new studio space in July. So then things will be a little. And then I've got some road work to do. I'll go on the road. I've got some stuff. So it may be a little bit fluid for the next little while, but we'll make sure we get you an episode every week. Don't worry about that. And if you sign up for the Patreon, you will still get those bonus episodes, which, uh, you know, the last bonus episode was super fun. It was just me and Mikey. And it was kind of nice to do like some uh, some uh, uh, letters because um, there's a few hundred of you now on the regular. I mean, we joke about it, but there's uh, we're getting uh, we're doing um, we're doing better. If you want to sign up for the Patreon, you can Patreon.com/slash. This is Simon King. Um, it's basically you know I, I'll post that, and then uh, there is a coupon on there for tickets for uh, uh, the Dark Show. And then what I'm going to do too is try and start. You know, I'm looking at merch. Why not? Let's see if we can look into some merch and stuff and get some discounts for Patreon people and start making the Patreon more of a thing. If you are a Patreon member, thank you so much. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for sticking around. Um, you know, I hope you're enjoying the free, uh, the the extra podcast episodes. Uh, and then we'll start throwing some more stuff on there for you soon. But uh, I hope you're enjoying them. And, um, and by the way, you can only get the, the Patreon podcast episodes on YouTube or by, by going through the Patreon and linking to the YouTube. There's no audio-only version of those. They are just on uh, YouTube. So if you want to listen to the Patreon episodes, go to Patreon, uh, click on the link, and then you can watch the Patreon episodes. If you guys want me to start putting up the Patreon episodes where you can download the audio, um, we can figure that out for sure. Uh, just make it so you can only, if you, only if you subscribe, you get the audio. But right now, we're just doing it through YouTube um, because that's really where we're trying to, put most of the podcast it's nice that you listen and if you are listening to um please write us a review uh or uh, or um you know uh, give us a 
gives a thumbs up or a like or five stars or whatever the hell it is. I don't even know. Everything these days is just reviews. You know, imagine if that was the way it was like 20, 30 years ago, you go into a diner, you know, it's like, no, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. Let's go even further back. Let's go to 50 years ago, 1972, right? You go to a diner and you go and you have a, have a dinner and they go, how was your dinner? And you go, oh, it's good. And they go, well, uh, could you give us a review? Give us a like? And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I just said it's good. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I'll go on my phone. And this is just old men complaining about how technology is. I know. I know that. I know. It's just old men complains. Old men complains. That would be a good podcast. Old man complains. And they just pick a topic every week and go, I don't understand them. They scare me. Um, I've been doing some writing work, which is nice. That, that's been keeping me busy and a little bit of uh, voiceover stuff. So that's kind of fun. I'll, I'll tell you guys about that project when it comes out. We are making it. So it is being, it is going to come out. It's just a matter of when it comes out. Um, but I can tell y'all guys about that. Oh, y'all, you tell y'all guys about that. I'll tell y'all guys about that right now. This so sweet. <laughs> the Whistling Podcast. Hey, you're listening to Tales of the Old West. What's that voice? That sounds like a famous voice. You're listening to Tales of the Old Wasn't that in the Robin Hood movie? Sheriff of Nottingham. Who was it? No, no, it wasn't the sheriff. Because King John was the... Was he a lion? I don't remember. No, King John wasn't a lion. He was like a... What was he at? A wolf? <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, I'm just getting up. There. And this is old man talk, too. Um, Yeah, I'm still thinking about that, like, missing a show, you know? So weird, such a weird. It's not. It's totally not Simon King behavior. But maybe that's good, because you know, not all Simon King behavior has been stuff I like. You know, there's a lot of Simon King behavior I don't enjoy, and uh, maybe we're getting past some of it. Maybe we're starting to just relax, man. It's like whatever. You know, it's like gonna be just you just chill out. You don't have to be everything to everyone, man. You could just be everything to you, bro. Still making myself laugh, even though there's nobody else here. It is easier to do when there's other people here to bounce off. I'll tell you that much. It is easier to just bounce off other people and be silly. It's harder to let myself be as goofy alone. Because I'm not naturally goofy. I, you know, basically my extension of my, the extent of me being goofy alone is singing stupid songs to myself, which I do do. Um, but like when I'm doing housework and stuff, I guess sometimes I'll do stupid noises just for an hour and yeah. And that bit about uh, cottage cheese in the last special, as good as or better than on YouTube, um, is true. I have I did actually do that. Cottage cheese, cottage cheese, cottage cheese. It's a fun voice to do. Hmm. Oh, I'm not even drinking booze because it's the middle of the day. All right, I'm actually doing this on the day the podcast is supposed to come out too. I'm really uh, being a maniac here, flying by wire. So you know what? We're about. Um, about 25 minutes in or something like that. What are we in? We're at 23 minutes in. I think it's time for Let's, let's get, get random. random. There's nobody else here. All right. So let's now anyone who doesn't know what this is, that's listening to the podcast, it's a random topic generator that I found on the internet for people who have social problems. So that would be standard comedians. And I'm just going to look at it here. Hold on. And um, I find it you, it's, it's basically random topic. Generator. The idea is we just have to answer the question. So let's hit the gen random generator. Um, okay. Where is the worst place you have been stuck for a long time? Career-wise? Canada. 
no, I love Canada. Um, where's the worst place you've been stuck for a long time? Actually, you know what? On my birthday, uh, actually September 4th, the day before my birthday, that's why my birthday is, September 4th, uh, back in uh, 2015, I was doing a gig in Manchester and uh, up in England. And um, I, it's just, it, it's one of those things where it's like I've never had a fun, I've never had a show. Uh, no, that's not true. I did the, the store up there once, but I, I've never really had a show in Manchester that just, you know, I think it'd go fine, but nothing that really hits all the buttons, you know? And uh, it was one of those. I was coming back out of that, and I was like, well, that sucks. And um, the way the buses worked, the national coach or whatever, is uh, I had to stay in the Manchester bus station for five hours, maybe something like that. Um, and I don't mind laying, like, waiting for things. Like, I take layovers for flights and stuff all the time. I got stuck in the Edmonton airport for nine hours once, and that's, that's fine. It, it happens. But that's an airport. You know, this is a bus station. There's no bathrooms because they were all closed. It's like Manchester. And if you've ever been to Manchester, you know what I mean by saying it's Manchester. And it was just one of those things where it was just like cold and miserable. And maybe because it was my birthday the next day and I was like, what are you doing with your life, man? Like, you know, I was turning 38 at the time. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I think I just had that extra misery of just waiting for this bus to come and just being like, great. And then what? Then I get to do this again. You know, like it was just that feeling of like real defeat. And so that kind of made the stay longer. But it's also a, an open air bus station in Manchester. It's only as, you know, it's that's a, the smell of urine and the, the yelling in the distance and, the you know, nowhere to sit because every chair is or every seat is fucking filthy. Like, you know, it's uh, not 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 ideal. So that's probably the worst place if I had to, off the top of my head. I'm, I'm sure I could come up with more if I had to. But uh, that's the first place. That's. What I'm thinking initially. Hmm. Pardon me while I have a drink. All right, let's do another one here. Uh, what? It, where is the most awe-inspiring place you've been? And kind of the opposite. Um. Yeah, it's got to be something in nature, right? Like, I mean, it's got to be. You know what I mean? Like, I've been to places like Dubai and stuff, and you know, seen the the Burj Khalifa, which is you know awe-inspiring for its height. Same with the Petronas Towers and. You know, and then London is a beautiful place and so on. So there's a lot that are, but I mean, nature really is something else. I remember years ago, uh, my lady friend and I went to Euculet, um, uh, and it was really, really, it was really, really windy. I love storms. I love wind, and that's why shoulder seasons are my favorite. Spring, particularly fall, sort of mid to late fall is my favorite. Like anything from end of October to like winter is my favorite i just love it i love the wind i love the cold i love it it's a fat guy thing fat guys like like cold I mean, more jackets um and then no one's like you should take your shirt off and i'm like no freeze my freeze my tits off um so it's accessible but we went and it was in uh march or was it march or was it no that oh yeah that that was march and um and so the weather was really kicking up and uh, it was it was amazing. We were out near a lighthouse there, and the, the the ocean, and just just to be around waves that strong and the wind, and that was pretty awe inspiring. That was pretty great to see the power of Mother Nature at that kind of close proximity. And um, yeah, that was pretty awe inspiring. That was pretty good. There's been some. I mean, the Rockies. I did a thing where once I I had to take a, a the northern route through the Rockies. Uh, oh, sorry, I had to go northern and then down through the Rockies because the actual road I need to take to get to Calgary was closed. The number one was closed. 
And so I had to go up through the top and it added a bunch of time I had to go through Jasper. And then I got to Jasper at like one in the morning. And uh, luckily I didn't have a show that night. Um, but then I drove from Jasper all the way down to Banff and then across. That was the only way to, to miss that kind of gap between Revelstoke and, and Golden that was broken. And I went all the way down and at like three o'clock in the morning, I was just two, two o'clock in the morning, whatever, I was in the Rockies, no one around, I just had my little cup of coffee and, uh, and I pulled over and uh, just got on the hood of my truck uh, and just looked, like, you know, SUV, I guess, and just uh, lay there and looked up for a bit until it got too cold because it was just, it was so clear and so fresh and so peaceful and you know, nothing around, just, just, it's one of those moments, you're just like, I need to take this in, I need to take this in, and it was pretty awe-inspiring, too, because you're in the middle of the Rockies, you're completely alone, being alone, being away from people is kind of an event in and of itself nowadays, like, knowing that there's nobody around, I mean, as much as you can know, there could have been a guy in the bushes, I don't know, but being as far as you can from people and, like, having that freedom is, um, that in and of itself is kind of, like, awesome, I don't know if it's awe-inspiring, but it definitely is an amazing thing to have that kind of just moment of, like, I am alone, completely alone for, you know, and then I can leave. <laughs> Not like someone just dropped you off there and you're like, well, see ya. Um, so that was pretty good. I, I think, you know, there's so much beauty in Canada, British Columbia particularly, that it's really hard to pick one spot. But I would, um, if anyone ever happens to be trapped and having to go th from Jasper to Banff or Banff to Jasper in the middle of the night in the middle of winter or the beginning of winter or I can't remember when it was I think it was December um I encourage you to do it get out lie on the hood of your car look up the sky have a cup of hot chocolate whatever get back in your car go to the gig all right let's do another one of these okay what do you think about game shows do you have a favorite one um I don't know. I don't really have a thought on game. I mean, do you really think about game shows? I think I kind of like the idea of, of, you know, some sort of audience. Like, it's it is nice to have entertainment that has like you know uh, a variable to it, like a who knows what could possibly. I mean, before reality shows, game shows were the first reality shows, really, because there was an unscripted element to it that, that you know didn't exist on television before game shows. And I think that you know, I mean, yeah, they had live television, but it was regimented and controlled so i do like that like you never know who you're gonna get you can get someone who's like way too excited or someone who's not excited at all or one time they had a serial killer on that was exciting and um they did on the dating game there was a serial killer on the dating game i can't remember his name but uh i believe he actually got the date i can't remember um you could look that up you can google it i'm not gonna google it that's what i have mikey for he's not here so uh that's what he did wrong this episode he's not here <laughs> Poor bastard. So mean to him. Um, yeah, I think they're fine. I don't really have a favorite game show. Price is Right's fun to watch just because it's like, it's total brain candy. Like, there's absolutely nothing in it that's of any use. Because you're never going to need to know, you know, how much a rally bicycle or, you know, a, a blend plus blender costs in, in real life. You can just look it up. And it becomes less useful, too, now that we have smartphones. Um I don't know if anybody ever did that, though. It's like, I got to go shopping. <laughs> Let's bring Irving, the kid down from down the street, who knows all the prices. That, back then, a smartphone used to be just 10 different people, right? It's just everybody knew something about something. Hey, Bob knows geography. Sally knows chemistry and math. Let's bring those. 
Let's bring them with us. We can fucking figure shit out. Just followed by an entourage of people who knew. That'd be okay. If you if you were like a rapper or a movie star or an actor or and you had an entourage, but there were people who had useful skills, you know? Like, oh, this is uh, this is uh, Fast Eddie. He's really good with knots, you know? <laughs> Just in case I need him. This is this is um this is um Danielle. Uh she's uh she's a calligrapher. I never know. You know, I might need it. I might need calligraphy. You never know, right? So I keep these people around. I keep I've got thirty five people I bring with me. I've all got different skills that I need. Yeah, you know? You need a pimple popped? Huh? Go see Mac. That's what you do. <laughs> He'll pop your pimples. Um yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have a favorite game show? You could uh, send me a letter and let me know. Um, let's do one more of these. I'm going to make you listen to me too much longer. What type of kid were you, e.g. spoiled, rebellious, well-behaved, quiet, obnoxious? Um, I was quiet and obnoxious. So I'm very shy. So like, I had a hard time kind of um, you know, being around people. But I was also obnoxious because I was, like, trying to be funny to protect myself from the fact that I was shy. So I was that. And then um, I wasn't rebellious, really. Uh, I was um, confused. I think I was, I was not sure what any of it meant. And I was probably a little, looking back on it now, a little bit nihilistic, actually. Because I didn't really have any purpose or understand purpose. Um, yeah, I've, I've spent most of my life just being and hoping that things make sense. Because, <laughs> you know, you think too much and your brain just melts down. And so you try not to think. And then you're like, oh, I can't because I have to think. And so, um, but as a kid, I don't think I had the skills to deal with that yet. So, yeah, I would err on the side of, oh, I got spoiled. Well-behaved. I was well-behaved. I was well-behaved. Yeah, I was a well-behaved kid. Yes, I don't think I needed to be disciplined very much at all. I was very... Uh, there, maybe that comes with a part of being like, uh, you know, self-conscious or not having a lot of confidence, you know, so you're just well-behaved because you're like, I don't want to get in on, you don't want to piss anybody off. Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'd say obnoxious. But the thing is, is like when people ask you when you do comedy, they're like, were you the class clown? I don't think so. I mean, I didn't, I didn't try to make the clown, the cra crowd laugh, like the class. I wasn't trying to make them. I, I did make an effort to try and make people laugh to defend myself so that's probably where that comes from um but it wasn't to try and get attention it was to try and um divert negative attention you know what i mean so it's like if someone was to make a joke about you uh if you get to that joke first they can't they, it's not gonna be as funny i learned that early on that humor is diluted jokes are diluted the more times you hear them so that that I did. So in that sense, I was obnoxious as getting to jokes more quickly than the other people in trying to say stuff. And then I think as you get older, you get a little bit more sure of your superpowers. You do start to, um, you know, definitely. I think you could become more obnoxious in a negative way, not in a defensive way, sort of in a look at me way. But you know, that's how some of us end up as comedians. Let's do one more. What weird or useless talent do you have? <laughs> Holy shit, they had a gold mine here. Um, I have so many useless talents. Like, just absolute, like, I can do the splits. Um, yeah, I'm weird, flexible. Uh, I can vibrate my eyes. Let's see if I can do it. I don't know if that's actually working. You, if you're listening and you're not watching it, you need to be watching because I'm trying to make my eyes kind of shake back and forth. Um, I can fold my tongue, I think. 
Huh? I can do that. Um, I can whistle. I can wiggle my ears. I can, uh, yeah, I can do that. I can do lots of weird shit. I'm not very, I'm very weirdly designed. I feel like, if, I feel like, you know, you know, like French cars, like a Citroen. Like they always had a lot of options. Like the old, in the old days, they had a lot of options, but they weren't super practical. That's me. <laughs> There's a lot going on. I can do a shit ton of weird voices and noises and everything like that. Um, I can, um, what can I, what else can I do that is weird? I can just, I don't know, podcasting. <laughs> Is that a unique and weird talent? No. I swear, you know that Carl Sagan thing where he's standing on a beach, he's like, there are more stars in the sky than grains of sand on this beach. He could have been talking about podcasts. There are so many fucking podcasts. Um, we actually did break the top uh, 20 on uh, Podomatic for podcasts. And I think they have 10,000 or so. And I think, you know, in our category. And so that, that makes me feel pretty good. Uh, 10,000 podcasts in general, and I think there's 1,000 in our category. So it's, it, it is nice to feel like we're in the top, you know, 0.3% or 3%. That's nice. That does feel good. Um, so I do – I did – so thank you very much for that. Um, yeah, my useless talent definitely isn't promotion and marketing. That's actually a very useful talent. I wish I had the, the marketing talent that a lot of people have. I have, however, been spending time on TikTok. Um, I've been trying to grow my TikTok presence, which even just saying those words – but, uh, you know, I'd have to pick a social media platform I could dedicate some time to. So I thought, well, we'll just put put a couple of months work into TikTok and see what happens. And it's been positive so far. We've had some videos that have gone well. But, you know, it always brings out the fucking weirdos. Like, I posted one about how liberals, you know, we just don't we, – we're too busy arguing amongst ourselves about individual identity politics and everything else that we don't actually organize properly. And, and we're also apathetic, so we don't actually get out and vote. And – the, the whole point was that we just liberals are apathetic and don't want to get in, or you know have their own personal agendas far too much uh, over and above, and so we don't actually get any real positive change done a lot of the time. I mean, we do, I'm not saying there's no victories, but we don't get a lot of positive change done. We just kind of sit back and you know let the right organize themselves and uh, and get in more involved because they're more involved. And the actual video that I posted, the whole point I did it was kind of trolling because I I posted it because I wanted to say that about you know, how I think about liberal people and, and our politics and the way we behave. Um, but I also was pointing out what I thought would happen, which is exactly what happened. Um, the internet is mostly, you know, not mostly, but a lot of it is extremist trolls from both sides, but uh, most of it's from the right. And because they're out there like attack dogs, they're just wandering around all the time just looking for something to go after you for. It doesn't matter what you say, they'll try and make it into a political argument. And that's exactly what happened. 95% of all the comments on that are from right-wing people uh, just looking for a fight. And that was the point. Is It's about liberals for liberals, um, and yet left-wing people not involved. And I'm not talking liberals as in Canadian Liberal Party. I'm talking liberal as in progressive political and social change and, you know, ecological preservation and economic equality. Like, you know, human shit. Um, but it was interesting to see that, like, you know, when you have a video that does has a little bit of success, the amount of fucking dick bags that just come out of the the woodwork, because uh, of course they're trying to grab onto it as well. They want you to engage, and so and by the problem is I have to engage. It's part of the strategy strategy uh, for it. So yeah, I don't know. Um, if you're on TikTok anyway, I'm this is Simon King on TikTok. I'm trying to make myself 
more easy. I just kept Unfamous on Twitter because I like it, but everything else is pretty much this is Simon King. And you know what? I'm, I'm probably going to cut the podcast off there. Um, I really appreciate you guys listening, and I know it's been a bit of a weird podcast this week, but I uh, I wanted to make sure you guys got one regardless, and uh, if for some reason we can't, um, we can't uh, get in the studio next week, we'll do the same thing, but I want to make sure you guys get a podcast. Maybe we'll just do one of these once in a while anyway because I kind of like it. You know, it's nice talking to you guys again. Just uh, just you and me, hey? Just hanging out. Um, you can uh, like and subscribe the podcast on YouTube, please, if you could. Uh, please feel free to share it. You can go on my – the podcast has a Facebook uh, group, uh, What's Wrong with Simon King. And then there's also my fan page on Facebook, which I don't really um, go on much, but I'm trying to – We've got I've got some social media people taking over for me now, so I'll get them to do that. Um, Instagram, this is Simon King. Uh, and – TikTok. This is Simon King, which um, that's interesting. I had a video, a couple of videos do well on TikTok, and I, I think I had 3,000 followers uh, two months ago, and now I'm like 11.5,000. It's interesting to see how it climbs. So I'm going to try and get that to a million. Uh, and by that, I mean uh, 11.6,000. Um, so, <laughs> uh, or you can uh, follow the podcast on uh, Twitter at podcast and send us a letter at podcast at gmail.com. At the end of this video, there will be a link to the Patreon. This is Simon King, uh, patreon.com slash this is Simon King. And like I said, sign up there and you get, you know, there's a lot of ad bullshit. I usually spread it out, don't I? Um, yeah, just reach out, get in touch. Let's make this, uh, you know, if you want to talk, talk. Let's do it. And then, um, and like I said, feel free to send letters too because uh, we'll read them. When we start getting letters that are, are kind of like more than a few, we just like to keep them for the Patreon if we can. When we get more than a few letters, um, we'll start reading them on the podcast more regularly. Because um, we had a few there, and then, then nothing for a while. So, you know, fair enough. I'm not that interesting. Anyway, uh, I really appreciate it, and I know it's just me, but I guess that's what's wrong this week. <laughs>